Good morning. Welcome to church. Thank you for joining us this morning. It's quite early still in the new year, and I really do hope that this year ahead of us will be a blessed one for you and your whole family. Let's bow our heads. Let's pray together. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that we may come this morning to listen to your word. Thank you that your word is making a difference in the lives throughout centuries. And that we can trust your word and that we can put your word in our hearts with the expectation that through your word and through your Holy Spirit, you're going to change us. You're going to make us the people you want us to be. Thank you that we may open our hearts and our lives up for you. Come this morning, Lord Jesus, with our whole lives, with everything that we think about, that we do, that we plan, that we want to happen in this new year. Thank you that you know of each one of that, that each one of us is important to you. And that we have this amazing opportunity to share your word with each other. Lord Jesus, work through your Holy Spirit in each one of us. We ask this and pray this in your holy name. Amen. Early on, the scripture we're going to read this morning, early on in Jesus' ministry, John uh, tells us this story. And just a little bit of background is that John the Baptist, uh, the preaching of John the Baptist drew crowds. And people came to him because he's got, he had a new message. And the whole time he was talking of the Messiah that's coming. Um, the one that the Jews believed is going to make a difference in their lives. And, and, and the whole time his message was that he's not the Messiah. The Messiah is still coming. And, and people came because they were in need of a savior just in our times. The, they were in need of someone that making a real difference. And then, and then Jesus comes. And let's read the following verses. John 1 verse 35. The next day, John was back at his post, John the Baptist, with two of his disciples who were watching. He looked up, saw Jesus walking nearby and said, there he is, God's Passover lamb. The two disciples heard him and went after Jesus. Jesus looked out his shoulder and said to them, what are you after? Or in some of the other translation, what are you looking for? They said, Rabbi, where are you staying? He replied, come along and see for yourself. And they came, saw where he was living and ended up staying with him for the day. It was late afternoon when this happened. Andrew, Simon, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two men who heard John's witness and followed Jesus. The first thing he did after finding where Jesus lived was find his own brother Simon telling him, we found the Messiah, that is Christ. He immediately led him to Jesus. Jesus took one look up and said, You, John's son, Simon, from now on your name is Cephas, or Peter. Um, Cephas was just the Aramaic uh, term for Peter. But that was the Greek, Greek name, Peter. Uh, the next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. When he got there, he ran across Philip and said, Come follow me. 
Philip's hometown was Bethsaida, the same as Andrew and Peter. Philip went and found Nathanael and told him, We found the one Moses wrote of in the law, the one preached by the prophets. It's Jesus, Joseph's son, the one from Nazareth. Nathanael said, Nazareth? You've got to be kidding. But Philip said, Come, see for yourself. When Jesus saw him coming, he said, This is a real Israelite, not a false bone in his body. Nathanael said, Where did you get that idea? You don't know me. Jesus answered, Long before Philip called you here, I saw you under the fig tree. Nathanael exclaimed, Rabbi, you are the son of God, the king of Israel. A very interesting conversation is taking place between Jesus and one of his first disciples. And it started with the first question that Jesus asked him. What are you looking for? What do you want? When we think about Jesus, the one important thing that we've got to know is that he already know what we are looking for, what we, what we want and what we need. I, I don't care how long you have had a relationship with Jesus. I don't care how old you are. I don't care who you are. All of us are looking for something. All of us are searching. What do you want? What do you want from Jesus? If, if Jesus turns around this morning and asks you the question, what are you looking for? What do you want? What will your answer be? Why did you come? Why did you turn in? Why are you at church? Or why don't you go to church anymore? Why do you want to follow Jesus? Let's be honest about that. Why are you interested in him? And the answer these two disciples gave Jesus was kind of a strange answer. They asked him, uh, where do you stay? <laughs> as, as if they were really interested in Jesus' living arrangements. Or is there something deeper behind their answer? Isn't their answer actually, we want to know where you stay because we want to get to know you. We want to know if you are truly the Messiah, as John said. And that's exactly the reason why Jesus told him, come, follow me. That's exactly the reason why Jesus told him, but come and see for yourself. Because come and see has an implication that I'm going to follow him as the implication that I'm going to get to know him as I spend time with him. And that's the only way we're going to get to know who Jesus really is. If we are willing to spend time with him, if we are willing to follow him. That's the only way we're going to discover, realize if he can really save us, if he's truly the one sent by God. Because come and see as the implication of an involvement with Jesus 
it's different to stay on a dist stay at a distance and look at this property and say, that's where he's staying. You see that house with the flat roof? That's where he lives. It's different when Jesus says, come and follow me. It is this choice that each one of us have every day. Are we going to trust him enough to follow him? To believe that he will make the difference that he promised he's going to do? If we are going to open ourselves up for him to work? Because Jesus actually already know what we are looking for. Therefore, you the invitation, come and see. That's how, if we spend time with him, that's where we're going to know who he truly is. And, and why he, 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 he do what he does. Is that what you want? Really want to spend time with him? Of it, it requires an involvement from you, and you're not going to know if he's really who he says he is if you're not willing to walk that way. To if you're not willing to follow him, but it's the only way. There's no other way to get to know God. Jesus says later in John, he says, and John fourteen six, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father without me. There's no other way. Because who Jesus was, what he does, what he learned, the way he treated people, that's the best picture we will ever have of who God is. Is that what you want? Is that what you are looking for? Exactly what happens here. These two disciples follow Jesus. And, 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 and spend some time with Jesus and it changed their lives to such an extent that, that um, they heard John the Baptist said, there's the Messiah. And they, they were initially a little bit, little bit scary to go, a little bit uh, on a distance. And they come to Jesus and say, Rabbi, uh, a teacher, uh, the, the one that knows that I have knowledge. Um, but listen to their excitement when they get to realize this Jesus is true. Listen to their excitement um, when they run to their brothers and to their best friend and say, you've got to come. We found the Messiah. Because remember, the Messiah was very important for the Jews. For, for li literally hundreds of years, they believed the prophets and they believe the promises of the prophets that there will come a Messiah that will make a difference in their lives, that will change their lives, that will give them a new future, new hope, something new to live for. Um, Andreas, Andreas uh, 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 went looking for his brother Simon and said, come, come with me. I found the Messiah. Actually, the Messiah found him, but that's beside the point. Philippus went to his best friend Nathaniel and said, come, you must come with me. I found the Messiah. And their lives was never the same again. That's what happened with Andrew and Simon Peter. That's what happened with Philippus and Nathaniel.
that can happen with you as well if you are willing to follow Jesus. He wants us to follow him. He wants us to spend time with him. Because uh, if, if you do that, that relationship is going to change who you are. And that change is going to have an impact on the lives of the people closest to you. It's, it's kind of this rumple effect that Jesus had on their lives. And it had an impact on their relationship with those closest to them. Andreas went to look for his brother. And Philippus went to look for his best friend, Nathaniel, because something changed. Second thing that's interesting about the story is that Jesus not only knows what we are looking for, what we want. He, he knows exactly who we are and who we can be. Um, he knows exactly who you are. We, we, we see that in, in what he said to Peter in verse 42. He, he tells Peter, You John's son, Simon, from now on your name is Cephas, or Peter, which means rock. Jesus knows everything about Peter. Um, Jesus knew that he was a kind of a guy that does something before he thinks about it, talks before think what his words going to be. You know he's a kind of guy that was looking for a fight, wants to cut off ears of those that challenges him. Uh, Jesus knew about all his insecurities. And he also know who he can become. We can be said, you're going to be Cephas, you're going to be Peter, you're going to be a rock, the steady one. That's exactly the same with Nathaniel. We see in verse 47. Um, when, when Jesus saw him coming, he said, There's a real Israelite, not a false bone in his body. Jesus here, Nathaniel said, Where did you get that idea? You don't know me. Jesus answered, Before Philip called you here, I saw you under the fig tree. Jesus see Nathaniel sitting under the fig tree. Maybe it was just in the middle of the day and he needed a bit of, uh, he was tired and needed a little bit of shade but maybe it was also because the the fig tree the shade of the fig trees where discussions took place uh, where people talked about stuff important stuff maybe jesus exactly know who nathaniel no jesus already exactly know who nathaniel was what he think what he was talking about what the issues was that was in his life point is before he saw and heard anything Jesus knew who Nathaniel was even before Philippus called him even before Philippus went to fetch him Jesus already knew his character you know where you are you know where you are he knows your character And for some of us, it can be a little bit scary to think that there's someone that knows everything about me because we are tend to keep it away from other people, give people only snippets of who we are. It's easier and more comfortable for us that way. But Jesus 
doesn't care for our insecurities because he wants to make a difference in our lives and through our lives in the people close to us. What makes the big difference here is who Jesus is. John says he's the Lamb of God, Passover Lamb. John already knew that Jesus is going to die for us. Here is the one. So what John actually says, he says, here's the one that's willing to die for you. Who's going to give his life for you. Maybe because you already knew who we are, what we want, and who we can be. So let's be honest, honest with ourselves, honest before the Lord. What do you want from Jesus? Jesus knows where you are. He knows you. He knows who you can become. And he knows what difference he's going to make in your life. May that be your prayer for this new year. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you come this morning with this message. Because you really do care. Because who we are and what we need is important to you. Because you see us for who we are. But you also see us for what we can become. You know all our insecurities. You know all the questions we have, all the fears. Everything that worries us, keeps us away from ourselves, from being ourselves, and from, from getting close to you, Lord Jesus. Thank you that you was willing to give your life so that we can live. Pray this in your holy name. Amen. We now have an opportunity to bring our offerings. Um, you've got a few options available uh, how and where you can give. You see everything here below. Thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you for coming. Thank you for opening your house, your heart for God's word. In John 1.14, John says, Jesus came to earth, moved into our neighborhood. Jesus is there with you. He knows who you are. He knows who you can be. He knows what you want. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he shine his countenance upon you and give you peace.